Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Ramblings from Two Meddling Kids. I'm Edward Hunt, joined by my fellow misfit. Mike Cunningham. And we are the Meddling Kids. And today we're going to be reviewing Rudolph. Classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. There's a billion iterations, but this is the Claymation one, everybody. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. It's great to have you here. For those of you coming back, extra toys from Santa for you. Uh, we'll never spoil anything in the first, let's call it, 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Though, honestly, if you haven't seen the Claymation Rudolph yet, you really should. Um, I think it's kind of goes without saying. But we'll ne- we won't spoil anything about it yet. Then we'll give you some background on it and then our play-by-play of what we found. Though, before we actually get started, it is almost Christmas. Mike and I are repping some pretty awesome Christmas sweaters. I got some Star Wars going. Mike, what's your sweater? What you got? This is um, Game of Thrones. I drink and I know things. Love it. And I find your lack of holiday cheer disturbing. But... Merry almost Christmas, everybody, and for whatever holiday you celebrate, I hope you've had an amazing uh, December so far. Let's get into it. Mike, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, zero to five. What'd you think? This is a four and a half, five for me. Wow. I realize realize that this is my, for Christmas movies, Mm -hmm. this is my um, fifth element. And it was just like, um, I don't care how you feel about the claymation and how it's how it's aged or the story or anything like that. I don't know. This this movie was just like, I've always loved it. Um, this is like, and obviously for this, for the past few weeks, I've been having conversations about like your top, you know, how it's not Halloween, uh, Christmas films. Mm. And like, this is, if we're talking about like animated or something like that, this movie is my kind of my go-to. Uh, there are a few others, obviously, but like this one is definitely my go-to. So like, it, you know, it brings me back to my childhood. Um, I love the story. It's, like, fairly simple, but, like, it's kind of a timeless story. Um, I mean, I don't know if I got the messaging right. I think if I got the messaging right, it's if somebody doesn't like who you are, run away from your problems and then only come back when you can manipulate. <laughs> and once again, I don't know if that's the right message. I was six when I saw this, so, like, who knows? Uh, or your value is based on what you can do right if you can't do anything good you're not worth anything for sure there we go (laughs) (laughs) but you know jokes aside yeah this is definitely something that remind like i haven't my love of christmas hasn't been the same in my adulthood as it was in my childhood but like watching this one again brought me back to those times Mm -hmm. um so i yeah like i said i think this is a four and a half five for me like uh just a flawless christmas film um that you know just brings you back so yes that's how yeah that's how i feel about this that's <laughs> perfect <laughs> so mike found the joy and wonder of being a child again from this movie everybody that's a pretty high praise um i'm gonna give this i'm gonna give it like three and a half four uh for me i don't have quite the same admiration and love for the movie it's a classic christmas movie um i've watched it a billion times though i haven't watched it and really watched it in a while you know like i've had it on the background but like watching it with the through the lens of this podcast i was like oh interesting um i think from a claymation perspective Claymation's great. It's always going to be Claymation. It's never going to look quite as cohesive, I suppose. But, I mean, it's rock-solid Claymation even now. Um, The story's good. It's simple. I will say, 
Santa Claus is a bit of a dick, and I'll go into that a little bit later. But he is not the uh, night. No, I, I give it to uh, Mrs. Claus. Just <laughs> body shaming this man all all year round. <laughs> it's fair. There's some body shaming going on. There's all kinds of things, but um, <laughs> yeah. So I would say, but I mean, as a whole, it's a quick, easy romp. I realized I couldn't even really find it for free, so I bought it because when I have children, my children will watch this at some point in time. I'm sure. It's a classic Christmas movie. You should watch it. From as movies go, nah, three and a half, maybe four. We'll see how we kind of go along uh, through the day. But yeah, but again, so Mike gives it four and a half, five. He loves this movie. It's a solid Christmas movie. I give it a three and a half to four. See the movie in general. If you have nothing else going on with your family that's Christmas and you need something to watch, this is never a bad choice. So yeah, let's get into some background of this movie now. It was made like in the 1500s, I think. And then, you know. Basically. <laughs> yeah, so the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was uh, released in uh, December 6, 1964. The runtime is about, I guess I want to say 51 minutes. It wasn't that long. I, I no, thought it was more 47, but whatever. Because it's a, it's a TV special, so I had to fit in between, you know, time slots. Mm-hmm. Um Painstakingly, I finally found the budget. It was like apparently like four point five million um, for sixty four too. Yeah, yeah, expensive. I uh, couldn't find a box office because this is a TV special, so I don't think there is one. I think I found numbers for like uh, uh, home video releases, but I I don't think that really adds to the to the value of the film. The Rotten Tomatoes you have a critic score at ninety five and an audience score at eighty four. Uh, the genre is animation film. Uh, sorry, animation, family, and kids. Um, it was directed by Larry Romier or something like that. But mm. when I was, he also directed uh, The Return of Oz, I guess another animated film that came out this, the same year. But doing some background research, so like this, the production of this film was very interesting because the the stop motion animation was created by this um, this production company from uh, Japan. Hmm. Um, and then like the, the voice acting was done in Canada and then like the music was done in England. So like, it was like very much this Frankenstein's monster of a production to create this. Um, so maybe that's where the, a lot of the budget went to is the fact that it was Hmm. just like all over the place. Um, and so, like I said, the, the director is credited as Larry Ramirez, but, uh, the, the, I guess the, the guys who were behind the actual production, uh, basically said that uh, he was just like kind of an exec that um, had an in at NBC and he was the one that actually got the special, the TV special made and like, okay. but he was like, he didn't have any actual hand in the creations, but they, so they just gave him the director credit, but they really, they gave the real directorial credit to uh Tad Mana uh, Mochi Naga, who was uh, the, okay. who was the, um, he was like a pioneer in that's that type of that style of stop motion animation. Mm-hmm. So like they give him the actual credit, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, behind the scenes. Well, it's the sixties. Yeah. They want to give the credit to an American, you know what I mean? Yeah. As <laughs> different. Types. Cause they're like, all right, Larry, you got it on TV. Fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, fine. You have this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the cast is like Bert Ives as um, I think Sam, the snowman. Larry D. Mann is a uh, Yukon Cornelius, uh, Billy Mae Richards as Rudolph. And that one's interesting. So like Billy Mae Richards for the longest time was credited as uh, Billy Richards um, because mm-hmm. it's actually a woman, but they didn't want people knowing that 
um, a woman had voice Rudolph. Um, okay. So they changed the name for a very long time on end yeah. credit until like recently. Uh, um, yeah. Paul Souls as uh, Hermie, Alfie Scoop as uh, Charlie, uh, and Stan Francis as Santa. So, and then the tagline is the most famous reindeer of all of all time, and it's a story based on the song by uh, Johnny Marks. Interesting. So yeah, so the song was there first, and then yeah. they made the movie. How does that work exactly? From like... so that's why they had the the. Yeah. They didn't have, I think, the like the actual rights to the song, so that's where the different characters like um, Hermie came from and Yukon mm-hmm. Cornelius, yeah. right? Because the song is straightforward. It was just like he was born with a red nose. They yep. said, "Go fuck off," and then it was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> we need you, shit." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like that was just that was a song. It was like that's a movie you don't. But they didn't have the the full, I guess, the full rights to the song, so they added these other ancillary characters to kind of fill out the story. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This was an interesting one, like to to like kind of read uh, read up on. Yeah, because now I'm curious. Do you know? I mean, it's totally fine if you don't. But like, when did Rudolph as like a concept or idea get created? I guess. Oh, this was in the 1930s, I believe, or harder. I think the song is based in like the 20s, I believe, or something like it. So yeah, it was way before. This wasn't like this one wasn't the first uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer like animated thing. There was like one in like the 1940s or something Mm -hmm. like that. I think this yeah. is just the most popular one. Got you, got you. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, Mike. Uh, before we get into our play-by-play, so we're about to enter that spoiler section, which again, uh, it's Rudolph. I can't believe you haven't seen this yet. But before we get into our spoiler section, quick word from our sponsors. Hey, what's going on? I'm Edward Hunt. I'm a member of the Just Be team with Compass. I'm a real estate agent in the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. So if you would like any advice on the market to see what's going on, interest rates are starting to fall. If you would like um, any phenomenal handyman or contractors, if you have some home projects coming up, or if you would uh, like some connections with some lenders, I can do all of that for you. Um, or I can connect you with the right people. Furthermore, Compass is a nationwide brokerage. So no matter where you are in America, um, I can connect you with professionals out there who can support you in any of your home needs. From there as well, Edward Hunt of Hunt Comics. I have Evil as a Weapon issue one. It's up on Global Comics to read for free. It's up on Amazon Kindle. You can check it out and download it, which just helps out me and uh, production. Uh, it's four ninety nine, and it's also up uh, for physical copies. You can see them in those boxes behind me uh, on Amazon as well for seven ninety nine plus shipping. So check it out. There's a lot of ways to check out Evil as a Weapon. I'd love to know what y'all think. Anyway, let's get started. So it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So it normally takes place in sunny Palm Beach, Florida, I think. And how does it start? What's going on? Yeah, so we open up on like um, kind of this newsreel uh, talking about the storm of the century. Um, And then we get introduced to uh, Sam, uh, the snowman, who uh, also mentions the the snowstorm that almost like canceled Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he goes and he goes into song. Like jingle, like one of the jingle jingle songs or something like that. <coughs> Excuse me. Hey, we're um, both then, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, rough over here. Um, and then we meet the, we briefly meet uh, Mr. Uh, Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. And this is what I was talking about, like where he's sitting at the table, um, just reading the newspaper about the storm. And she's like trying to feed him because he's lost weight. 
or whatever. Yeah. He's like, woman, if you don't get off my damn back. Hey, you know, the kids want a fat Santa, all right? Yeah. So Santa Claus needs to close his mouth or open his mouth and eat, all right? <laughs> the whole movie, she's just like got a spoon and a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> she's just, eat your food, eat it, yes. <laughs> so then he talks about, Sam goes back once again talking about the storm and how uh, Rudolph um, basically saved Christmas. Mm-hmm. So then we jump to uh, Donner, one of Santa's reindeer, um, and uh, his first his son is born or whatever Rudolph, and like immediately he just sees that like Rudolph is born with this like bright red nose, and yeah. it like beams when he's excited, and it makes like this honking sound. And Donner's like, "What the fuck is?" <laughs> <laughs> no one is happy about this nose. All right, they see that and they're like, "This kid's a freak. Get him the fuck out of here." I'm surprised. He, he, yeah, Donner goes like, "He'll never make the sleigh team." I'm like, "God, it's I just fell out." Like, no, no, no. It's all that matters. All right, my boy is going to be on the sleigh team for Santa. All right, <laughs> and then yeah, like uh, Santa comes over, like to I guess meet the new fa- fawns or whatever. And he's like, even Santa's like, holy shit, what the fuck yeah. is that? <laughs> Santa immediately, not the jolly, you know, merry jolly mm. Santa. No, 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 no. He's like, fuck this kid. Get him out of here. He's like, why did you have this thing? <laughs> and so uh, we get in when, you know, after Santa leaves, like Donna's like, oh, don't, don't worry, Santa. Like he'll, like, he'll kind of grow out of it type of thing. Um, okay. And like, so they commit to just uh, hiding the, the red nose. Um and then, like, shortly after, he's teaching him how to be a reindeer. Uh, and then we get that first um, introduction to the Abominable Snowman, mm-hmm. which this is what I, what, once again, though, Sam, but I love about, like, this movie is, like, I haven't seen it in years, right? But it was just, like, immediately, like, a lot, all these characters seem just iconic, right? Like, so mm-hmm. obviously, Rudolph and Santa, we meet Hermie shortly, we'll talk about him. But, like... Seeing the abominable abominable snowman, I remember seeing this movie at like six and being terrified to go out into winter, bro. Like, even yeah. no matter how silly, like I look at him now, it's like the the, the design of the puppet is very silly, very mm-hmm. chaotic. But it was still, it still brought back like a, a like a certain level of fear. I'm just like, you a grown ass man? What are you? <laughs> yeah, man. It's like because it is. It's the puppets are so. You know, the, even the voices are the sound audio for the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Abominable Snowman. You hear that and it like triggers like in the back of your brain. Like, I know yeah. this. Like, it's, yeah, 100. I know exactly what you're talking about. It is. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so like, yeah, he teaches, uh, Donner teaches Rudolph how to be a, a reindeer. And then he also teaches him to just be aware or beware of the, the Abominable Snowman. Like that, that lurk in the, in the, in the, in the snow. And then like, uh, then we meet like Hermie. And he's one of Santa's elves, but like he's another, and he he brings up the word like misfit, but like he doesn't want to make toys for Santa. He wants to be a dentist because <laughs> he's like, and it was like as he even as he's sitting at the table, like he's supposed to be painting this wagon or something like that, but he's like sneaking and reading this giant book of dentistry. <laughs> uh, See, that's just smart business, all right. Hermes knows there's a niche. There aren't any dentists up there. He's gonna make bank from this. That man's a genius, all right. <laughs> I don't know what dentistry school he's going. Like, I'm just, I mean, yes. you can read all the books you want, sir. I'm not going to a dentist that just felt it. He's know? got plenty of toys to practice on. He'll be fine. All right, <laughs> you don't trust that. But yeah, so he brings up uh, Hermes. Hermes, sorry, brings up this idea of being a misfit, right? Like he's already like an outcast within the elf world because, and I was like, this is what I was talking about, like the the timeless stories that they're telling. It was just like kind of being like being in a group but not fitting in that group, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that's what Hermie, Hermie is. That's what uh, Rudolph is, even though we'll find out that we'll find that out. Short. I mean, we got that from the reaction from his parents and Santa, but I'll eat, no, sorry, his dad and Santa. Is, yeah, his mom's like, yeah, I just love him. That's my kid. Yeah, thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> yeah. So as we after we meet Hermie, we meet. Uh, sorry, uh, Rudolph meets the other fawns. He's a little bit older now, and all the other fawns from the reindeer like meet to like uh, to get prepared, you know, to for the I guess the reindeer games to like. Um, to be, you know, the next on Santa's sleigh team or whatever. So he meets, uh, what was that? It was like fire, fire or something. Yeah. The little dickhead. Rocket? No, it wasn't, <laughs> maybe it was rocket or fires. I don't want to yeah, say fire starter because that's definitely not it. But... Fireball, fire. Fireball, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. fireball. Yeah. Yeah, but he just meets another one of the, the other fawns or whatever. And like, and I loved it because I like, so I was just saying, Fireball has his, um, you know, his priorities in, in order. He's like, "Hey, let's go do this so we can impress the does." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so as as you see, before they leave the house, uh, they kind of put a little cap on mm-hmm. Rudolph's nose. I think they were using like coal or something like that to color it over, but like that wasn't working. So they did. They have just little this little cap, yeah. which ironically makes um. It's Rudolph stuffy and uncomfortable. Just uh, yeah, just like. <laughs> but like Donner's like it doesn't matter. Like I don't. Who cares about a little discomfort? Like that's necessary. Mm. No son of mine has a red nose. Get out there. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, fire like Fireball is the first uh, fawn that he meets, and he's like very friendly, and mm. is like you know let's uh, let's go over and like like to practice to like show off for the. Um, for Santa, because Santa's mm-hmm. like gonna be there, like like to meet the new fa- the fawns or whatever. Yeah, and so like they go off, and like you said, he immediately says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You see them girls over there? Yeah, what do they like you, dog? <laughs> and so at the same time, uh, like the fawns are like playing and like getting ready to be tested. Uh, you we get a, a performance from the elves, like the, the elves are performing for Santa, mm-hmm. and he's like. I guess unimpressed. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Sin is not having it. He's just like, why are they doing this? Like, I, I got a it. long fucking day. Uh, <laughs> Sin is like, why are they unshaping my body for some reason? <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Claus trying to get him to eat. San is just like, why are my unpaid workers around me right now? Get them away from me. No, no, no. I don't need talk this. to sing. Oh, God. Like, oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> why aren't you putting them away till next Christmas? I don't understand. Sin is not having it at all. Um, but yeah, so as, uh, Santa, Santa leaves, um, cause like Hermie once again gets chastised for, and called out for not being a mm-hmm. quote unquote good elf. Yeah. And so Santa leaves, the, Santa. yeah, Santa yeah. leaves <laughs> the elves to go, um, to meet the fawns or whatever. And like, this is where we see them, uh, their coach showing them how to fly. Like when, you know, in our lizards, you you run for a bit and then you jump to kind of catch the wind. Uh, one guy, like one guy tries and like fails and everybody kind of laughs at him, but it's also like, it's still like a good job. It's the first try. And like, so fireball tells, uh, what's his name? Rudolph, like, Oh, we're going to be here for a while. So go talk to that girl. <laughs> like, God, all right, respect. Kid's got a one so, track mind. <laughs> yeah. So he goes and talks to her or whatever. And she says, um, she mentions something about his nose because of the fuck the cap that's on it. Uh, but she was it's like, because he sounds stuffy, I think. It's yeah, because, yeah. And like, so he, she goes that she likes him or whatever, and like this makes him so elated or whatever. So like, the coach calls him no, his him over to try, you know, to fly, 
And like, because he's so excited about this girl liking him that he actually had, does a, you know, a fairly good leap mm-hmm. and actually flies for a bit. And so like through that excitement, you hear the, the nose, like, excuse me, beaming. You can't mm-hmm. see it obviously because of the cat, but you hear it beaming. And then all of a sudden the cat pops off and like, Fireball sees it, and it was like this is what's cool about the stop motion animation to show like bewilderment or something like that. Like the eyes just start rolling in the back of the head every yeah, time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <"What?"> <laughs> <laughs> so like Fireball sees it, he's like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And then like, <laughs> yeah. And then the coach sees it, and it was like everybody has that um has that uh reaction to like, "Holy shit, what the fuck is going on with your nose?" Yeah. And then like you said, even Santa again goes, "Yo." He had a decent jump, but like, what the fuck is up with the nose? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, guys, it's just a nose. <laughs> and like, so his dad is like embarrassed, like he's embarrassed, and like, so he kind of just runs away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then shortly after, he meets uh, Hermie, who was like hiding off because of the fact that he had also been shamed for not being a good elf. So like, and then they call themselves. They, they realize that they're, they're misfits, and they're mm-hmm. just like. Maybe like they wanted to be alone. They wanted to be isolated or something like that. But it was yeah. like maybe we could be isolated together. And so like they run off, and they're like they're wandering off in the storm. You see the storm picking up, and they're being um, kind of chased by the abominable snowman. And like Hermie realizes, oh, it's your nose. Maybe we we could try to like hide it because like <laughs> Rudolph's damn nose, man. <laughs> Even Hermie's just like fucking misfit. Get out of here. You're gonna get us killed. <laughs> and so like uh as they're running away they kind of like they hear like hear somebody else coming so they kind of hide in like the snow but it's not the snowman it's a uh, yukon cornelius who was like a an explorer you're going yeah i forgot how much i loved yukon cornelius though yeah. i will say like you know, like i like i don't really think of yukon cornelius on a regular basis i don't know why but then seeing him in this movie i was like oh my god that's right it's yukon fucking cornelius yeah <laughs> i noticed like and this happens throughout the movie i never i guess i never noticed it as a kid but he kept i didn't realize he was like searching for his um his like for wealth or like you know his yeah. um like he was like basically like not a coal miner i guess but he was like exploring hoping to find like some fountain of wealth i think gold uh, right i mean yeah he's yeah, a, or something. a prospector and yeah. so like yeah so he's like every every now and again he's like throwing his axe to the ground and then like licking it and i was like what the mm. fuck is going on what is up with this animation is this gonna be a thing <laughs> i didn't realize that as a kid i'm watching you know watching it like, <laughs> yeah like yeah so like um he talks to them for a bit like you know tell his whole spiel about trying to exploring and you see he's a, he's horrible at like um getting his uh sleigh team to to run like yeah. <laughs> so like at one point it was funny as so hell i didn't notice it like you know until now but like he tells his dogs to run they don't run because they're trying to get away from the snowman mm-hmm. and so like he has Hermie and uh rudolph get on his sleigh or whatever and then he tells his his dog team to mush and they don't and then he was like mush like this and he grabs it and runs instead <laughs> and all the dogs <laughs> hop on the <laughs> yeah uh, classic so, like they yeah, luckily, uh, with uh, Yukon Cornelius' help, they're able to escape the snowman because um, they he just chips off some of the ice and they kind of just float into this river because and that foils the snowman because of the fact that uh, he can't swim. Mm-hmm. 
And so, like, they just float off into the abyss. And even Rudolph was like, uh, where the fuck are we going? And <laughs> really Yukon Cornelius is like, I don't know, safety, stupid bitch? Like, I'm... <laughs> I was like, I don't... no, 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 I get, I get that. I got that. But, like, where, well, though? Yeah. <laughs> People die at sea all the time just throwing that out <laughs> Like, come on. <laughs> and so, like, as they're drifting off, you know, to see uh, escaping the, the abominable snowman, uh, we see that Donner... I guess kind of feeling bad and guilty about casting his son away, uh, decides to set out and go find him. <clears throat> and so, like, I think he goes with uh, his wife and the little girl that uh, that liked uh, that liked Rudolph. Yeah, I will say from all of this, like, why is the little girl going on these trips too? You know, <laughs> like, I get the parents; that makes sense. But I'm like, I'm a new little girl. Yes, I'm going to look for Rudolph too. I'm like, you're you should be at home. Like, <laughs> you're not safe here. It's like we don't even know you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, um, okay, cool, thank you. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So shortly after, um, Rudolph, Yukon, Cornelius, and Hermie land on and like make you know, hit land or whatever, and they're immediately greeted by, like, a jack-in-the-box. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> oh, not a jack-in-the-box. Yeah, uh... no, but, yeah, so, like, it's a... I think it's a jack-in-the-box, and he tells yeah. them that they're um on the island of misfit toys. Mm-hmm. And he's not a jack-in-the-box. He's a, ch- a Charlie-in-the-box. Yeah, hey. And, yeah. Like... <laughs> and then, so, like, we meet all the other misfit toys <clears throat> who were kind of cast away because they weren't they you know weren't the same as all the other toys from the uh, and the their owners kind of just threw them away and they just came to this this uh, this place um and so yeah after that they're like uh Rudolph Rudolph is like oh, I mean we're misfits too so like maybe we could stay and yeah. so like they tell them to go talk to the king to get permission yeah and so they talk they go talk to the king and the king is immediately like Bro, y'all not toys. I, I'm not. <laughs> this ain't no shelter, bitch. Like, <laughs> it's like they just can't go anywhere. Nope. It's not matter where they go. Like, yeah, you're a misfit. We're too, we're too misfits to be the misfits on the exactly. misfits. Like, he you immediately know? was like, "Excuse, do you not see all these fucking manufactured toys I got here?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're not misfit enough. You're not misfitty enough for our misfit. Club. All right, so get out of here. I'm like, once again, since I haven't seen this as a kid, I forgot how like, bro, he didn't even like play it out. Like at least like the Wizard of Oz like played games with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he was like, y'all want y'all wishes? All right, go kill this bitch for me. Yeah. And we'll talk. Like, yeah. God nope. damn. <laughs> he was immediately like, no, I don't no. You think I got space. Yeah. He's like, are you fucking stupid? Get the fuck out of here, man. Get Go get. He's been hitting with the uh, Harry and the Hendersons. We don't want you anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's basically like, um, yeah, you're you're not toys, so like <clears throat> you can't be here, but what you, what you can do is when you do get back to uh, Christmas Town, I believe that's where they were from. Mm-hmm. It was like tell Santa about these toys so that hopefully they can find he can find them uh, little boys and girls to play with, right? Yeah. So the uh, lion with the crown and wings was like, no, no, you can't stay here. Fuck you, get out. I don't even want you, you here. I don't like your kind. And then, but do me a solid when you get to Christmas Town. Help out my people. Like, okay, thanks, lion. I'm, I'll keep that in mind. And so, like, uh, and so, like that night, like uh, Yukon, uh, Cornelius, uh, Hermie, and Rudolph, they're as they're preparing to go to bed, they're like, "All right, so we're the next tomorrow, 
because he was like he granted them the night they could stay the night. Right. How magnanimous. And then they got to get the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, the three of them are talking and they're like, all right, so tomorrow we'll go back. And like Rudolph is like, um, well, what about what about the snowman? Mm-hmm. Like, because wherever I go, if we go back to you know Christmas time, he's gonna be looking for me. Like, what do we do? And Hermia is like, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you, but fuck that. So what we're gonna do? <laughs> we'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and so like when they go off to sleep, Rudolph is like, um, I don't want to put my friends in danger, so I'm gonna go off on my own. And so like he, you know, takes another iceberg back to to a uh, Christmas town or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just for the next few months, it seems like he's just pursued, constantly pursued by the snowman. Yeah. And like, so he meets new friends. And usually it's like, that's, I think that's what was interesting. It was just like, he'll meet like children or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll be cool with him and then their parents. And I think we saw this with the, the little, uh, the little girl, the doe, sorry, that was, um, that uh, kind of caught his eye. Like after yeah. he was made fun of by like the coach and like his, his, even his dad cast him out. Like he ran away, and the little—I can't remember her name. Yeah, I don't was remember. it Clarice or something like that? Maybe I don't remember honestly. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea. I'm liking. Yeah, but like she came after him, and she was like, "He was like, what are you going to make fun of me too?" And she was like, "No, I think I like your nose or whatever." Yeah. Like she and it was like a very sweet moment. Where like, like uh, after out of all the people that were like making fun of him, like she didn't. But then her dad came over. It was basically like, no daughter of mine. <laughs> but, get on out of here. <laughs> and so like, and after Rudolph leaves his friends and he's just like traveling, being chased around by the snowman, he keeps meeting um, people that are like very nice to him. And then like someone from that, from that tribe or whatever will ultimately just come over and be like, no, we don't, we can't, um, we can't associate with, no red nose reindeer yeah. type of thing. No glow noses here. All right. We can't yeah. get your glow nose on out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and so eventually he makes his way back to his home. And like now he's a bit older. His uh antlers have grown in a bit. Yeah. And like he meets he realized he can't run away from his problems forever or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he meets back up with the the same fawns from earlier who have also, you know, who've also grown up and they're like still making fun of him, but I don't mm-hmm. think it hits him the same. Yeah. And then like he goes home and realizes that his house is empty and that like his mom and his dad had gone searching for him like months ago. And then we jump to them being um, attacked by the, by the snowman. So it's like his mom, his dad, and then the little girl, I'm going to call her Clarice. doesn't really matter. (laughs) Like, so Rudolph goes in there to try to save them. Like, cause finally, like you said, not running away from his problems and to like rescue well, his family. Remember, like, so he goes home and it's empty and Santa's there and he's like, yep, it's your fault because they <laughs> fucking were searching for you. And I'm like, come on, Santa. Like, first off, I can't be here. Like, you are not. And then, I think now we're all agreeing with Mrs. Claus. Eat a little something. Eat a Snickers or something. Yeah. Like, you're not, <laughs> you're you're angry, not you when you're hungry. <laughs> exactly. God, Santa was a dick in this movie. <laughs> like, he literally did nothing but come at Rudolph, hate on the elves. <laughs> and it was like, if you're not, if you can't be of use to me, I don't want you here. Like, yeah, Santa, not the holliest, jolliest guy. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> but yeah, so he... <clears throat> He finds his parents and Clarice in the um, in this in the cave of the snowman, and he goes to try to protect them, but he gets knocked the fuck out. Quick, quick. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, uh, at the same time, uh, Yukon, uh, Cornelius, and Hermie are looking for him, mm-hmm. and they get word. They, um, I think, they get word. 
No, no, no. I think they're just they're looking for the snowman or whatever. Yeah, I think they and hear then, the snowman, and that's how yeah, they, they know. Hear, yeah. yeah, and so like they go like go to the cave, see that uh, Rudolph is knocked out. So like they create a distraction for the the snowman to come out, and then they just basically knock him out using this huge boulder on top, yeah. on top of the um, on top of the cave. And then uh, like they're able to like go back to. Um, Oh no no no! Actually, what happens as they escape the cave? The snowman wakes up, and then like there's this like big fight. Yeah. Well, Hermes condemns the snowman to death by literally pulling all of his teeth out while out, he's yeah. passed out. <laughs> like the most painful torture I think it could happen to anybody. Hermes does it because he's a monster. Then Yukon <laughs> Cornelius is like, "Yo, this man don't got teeth." All right, it's on. <laughs> he just like runs into him, and then they fall off the cliff. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, and "Well, they're like, they, yeah, they look over the cliff, and they're like, they're gone." I'm like, "Holy yeah. shit!" Like, you got then, God, this is such a movie from the '60s because with this, so Yukon falls off the cliff, and it takes a time from the narrator to be like, "Yep," and everyone was very sad about Yukon Cornelius, but Rudolph and all the men realized the right thing to do now was to get the women to Christmas Town, so then they go. <laughs> It's literally, I don't know if they've changed it in other versions, but the one I bought on Amazon was like, yep, they needed to get the women to Christmas town, so they got the fuck out of there. <laughs> like, ah, the 60s. What a different time. Yeah, so they go back to Christmas town, and like, everybody's excited to see all of them, including uh, Rudolph and Harmy. And then um, Santa uh, says, he says, uh, maybe uh, misfits have a place, right? Um, even like the. Uh, <clears throat> Even like the lead, the head elf was like, if you want to be a dentist, like you can, you can go to dentistry, dentistry school. That's cool or whatever. So like, yeah. they're they're basically they've come to the side of like realizing that maybe they they did treat Rudolph poorly, yeah. um, and that you know, and that was wrong or whatever. And then really, we get you uh, killed the abominable snowman. Cool. All right, we guess we can hang with you now. Thank you. <laughs> and then shortly after, we get uh, them opening the door or whatever. And uh, Cornelius walks in with the with the now subdued yeah. uh, uh, abominable snowman, and it was like, "Wait, he can be helpful too." And he like puts the uh, the star on the tree or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's when uh, Rudolph tells uh, Santa about the misfit, the island of misfits toys, and like his prom- the promise that he made to like trying to help help them find homes for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then the Christmas, I'm sorry, uh, Santa's like, initially he's like, um, because of the snowstorm, get, getting back to this damn snowstorm, yeah. because of the snowstorm, uh, Christmas is going to be have to be canceled because I can't see anything. And mm-hmm. then he sees uh, Rudolph's nose, and this is where you get the, the line from the song. It was like, Rudolph with your nose so bright, won't yeah. you die my play tonight, or whatever. Then how many years loved him and the shadow yeah. with the Once again, it's like, run from your problems <laughs> until. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, so now uh, Rudolph is gonna the, gonna be the lead uh, reindeer to help mm-hmm. guide Santa through the, the snowstorm. But before they um, head off to you know to save Christmas, um, they travel to the land of uh, the Island of Misfits toys. Mm-hmm. And this is what it was like. They jumped back, and it was just like the, the all the toys are like, "Well, it's almost Christmas, and we're still here." I guess. He forgot about us. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're like, but Rudolph promised. I'm like, no, no, no. He's a bad man. Rudolph with it. <laughs> Rudolph so, you know, that's a, 
talking like talking about the production and like trivia, like that's a reshoot actually. So like mm-hmm. if that wasn't any original uh in the original broadcast. They went back and changed that because uh, they wanted a, a happy ending for the Misfit Toys. Yeah, because all the children are crying because they're like, Rudolph promised. Literally, like, the children are the little doll who's crying <laughs> because yeah. they promised that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, um, they go, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, okay. What was that? I don't know. It was, uh, was the it a ghost? What the hell was now my and closet's so, open um, too. Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> it's Christmas, ghost. Come on now. <laughs> and so, yeah, they travel. Like Santa uh, travels to the island of Misfit Toys to pick up the Misfit Toys, and then like <clears throat> you just like the uh, Sam, the snowman, mm-hmm. sings the classic Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer song, and yep. I, as he's singing it, you get the the ending credits and like santa uh flying over the homes of the children like dropping off the toys and stuff yeah. like that. and how they're dropping off the toys it's a very funny cute scene but like there's the elf and he hands each toy an umbrella and the toys mm-hmm. just float down to the house they're going to very funny very cute yeah <laughs> but yeah and that's the end of the movie yeah. Quick. Oh, and, uh, I guess one last little detail: Yukon Cornelius throws his thing up and finds peppermint. Oh like, yeah, yeah, peppermint. 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 and that's, yeah. that's what yeah, talking about. He kept like throwing up his pickaxe and then licking it. Yeah, he was looking for a peppermint mine the whole time because he wanted that money. But yeah, that is Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We know, especially for this more holiday Christmassy special, it's a little shorter. But we always like to review our original um, or go back to our original rankings. Mike, you gave it a four and a half, five. Are you sticking with it? I'm going to, yeah, I'm just going to go with a straight four and a half. All right. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites uh, for Christmas. Um, like I said, like I said, I know it has its flaws, especially, you know, 50 years later, but who gives a shit? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still, like I said, I haven't felt this way about Christmas in a while. Like, so watching this one was very, it, it brought me back. So nice. Hell I love yeah. it. Like, I think, I, I think this is why I love animation the way I do. Like, I'm always mm-hmm. looking for, especially, not especially stop motion, but like, if I can find stop motion in, in modern times, I'm like, I'm kind of running towards it. And I think yeah. these movies are the reason why. Like, So, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, four and a half for me. Uh, yeah, I love Sweet. this movie. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it... I'll raise to a four because, and part of the reason I'm raising to a four is because of the Christmas nostalgia. I mean, it's a TV special movie made in the sixties. It's not going to be as like movie movie, I suppose, as some out there. Uh, but no, it's a very solid Christmas story. Uh, Santa just needs to get over himself a little bit, but it's, you know, he was just hungry. All right. And that's really Mrs. Claus is trying to help. So I'm going to give it a four as well, but Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And we hope uh, whatever you celebrate, you're having a holly jolly, merry, amazing one. So, you know, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, uh, Kwanzaa, yeah, et cetera. I'm um, sorry for not potentially. Uh, we might cut this. Anyway, <laughs> merry everything to you all. And thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to reach out to us, we are the Two Meddling Kids. Uh, so if that is at Two Meddling Kids on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email us at Two Meddling Kids at gmail.com. Mike, how can they reach out to you? On Instagram at Days from Legendary. Love it. And if you'd like to reach out to me, I'm at EdHunt77 on Twitter and Instagram and Hunt.comics on Instagram as well. See you next week with a brand new movie, y'all. Gotcha. Bye.